snow yep it was just rainy wet crappy snow and we headed out early to the duck blinds you tell what you did you were standing the night out there well you guys went out partying last night and i said i wanted to sleep in a little bit so i hiked out to the the blind or the spot and set up uh, a little camp and stayed the night it was pretty cozy i mean you were in a better mood than I was this morning, that's for sure. I was definitely in a good mood this morning, but I was in a worse mood after packing out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Well, I guess, what did you expect from today? I expected a lot more ducks. I did, too. Was, uh, the weather wasn't Spokane, I was expecting it was, a lot more. It was really warm this morning, I did not expect that. No. That's why I went out, too. I looked at the temperature, and it was almost 40. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it was a little wet out, but 40 degrees out. I mean, oh, I was pretty comfortable sleeping outside. Yeah. So I was like, heck, was just, I'm just going to get out there and sleep. But, uh, yeah, I was expecting a lot more action in the morning. We yeah. saw we saw a couple, heard a couple birds flying in the morning, yeah. and we saw two birds pile into the pond to next to us, but yeah. nothing in our, in our setup. Oh. And so we got bored. <laughs> yeah. And I, I went for a walk with Penny. And I saw another hunter, so I headed back to our blind. You kind of dipped out on us. We didn't know you were going for a walk. Well, well Penny kind of escaped for a She kind of there. went for a walk herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, I think this is a faster way to go back. It is faster. To come down to Ritzville. Oh, stop. I knew it was faster. But it's just a scenic route yeah. to get there. We're, we're, we're doing our podcast in the car today. Yeah. Yeah. So it might sound a little off. <laughs> but, uh,. But so you guys, so no, no ducks, no ducks. And I, I was kind of planning on, I was really hoping for just a very ducky day because I was going to work on Penny with steadiness and kind of just have you guys do a lot of shooting. Mm-hmm. But it didn't go that way. So you guys went off for a walk and I heard, I heard shooting, but there was no, no ducks coming in when I was sitting in the blind. Well, we came across the, the first shoot that we had in the morning, mm-hmm. or like jump shoot. The ducks were on the far side of the pond, and I pull up, and I, I pull the trigger, and I get a click, and I had a dud round. Yep. So they just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, and so then I shot again, shot one at a time, because they were, they could have been close enough, but I missed, and then they were way out of range by this, yep. the third shot. I didn't see them until they kind of flared. So we we kept going, and there's two two or three more ponds that we we jumped. <laughs> um, on the next pond, there was no ducks on it. But there was uh, two river otters. Two river otters. I think that's region. so cool out there. Yeah, there's like, two of them. Way out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. I mean, I mean, I know there's a big lake, like close to where we're at, but it was—it's kind of neat to see them in these small ponds. Yeah, they're big ones. So, I don't know much about river otters. Well, we saw yeah. one one time. We were moving we out in late December. You and I. Yeah, that was kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know too much. They're a lot bigger than I thought they are. Yep. Yeah, I thought they'd be these like little cuddly river are looking thing and they're like 
four foot long or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So then after that, there's a, a smaller pond that we did a really uh, pretty decent sneak, sneak on. on. And I belly crawled to get in the position. I see Chris. He's, he's circling around with, with Mason, the golden retriever. And uh, he's up on this bluff. And I, so I had a, a little bit of a weight to let him get in the position. And he got, you were probably 60 yards from the closest duck. Yeah, at least. So I, I pulled up and shot and dropped a green head and then I shot again and the sun was coming up and I wait didn't... green hen green head oh okay green. I'm saying green hen I don't know green head, green head. <laughs> mallard drake mallard drake mallard drake green and then I shot a second duck and it dropped but I couldn't tell what it was because the sun was kind of glaring yeah um, and then you shot a duck I shot a it flew towards you they all flared towards me and I and got if you would have been 10 yards closer oh it would have been yeah. it been lights out I would have had a couple more so we, one jump there, we shot three ducks. Yep. The, the duck that I couldn't tell what it was ended up being a pintail. Yep. Yeah, that's Drake cool. pintail. Drake pintail. Got, that was the first pintail I've shot. Yeah. You got two royalty ducks. The, yeah. The dra- two drakes, the big ducks. Yeah. Pintail is cool. Yeah, so that was a first for me on the pintail. Yeah. Have you ever shot one? I shot one last year, and I, I shot one back home. I've shot a couple, actually. I've never shot one. I was jealous. Yeah, I've shot three. Yeah. When we got back to the blind, Andrew's like, we're like, uh, well, we, we kind of like did a teaser. Yeah, yeah, you did. We're like, oh, guess what? Alex shot something real nice. And I said, I'd give you 10 bucks if you guessed what it was. And you guessed like a... I don't even know what he guessed. I'm the I, guess like a, I, I guessed a shoveler. A shoveler oh, or something. Because I shot a shoveler around oh, yeah, this time yeah. last year yeah. in that same lake, which is kind of odd. Yeah. So then I pulled this pintail out of my bag. And you... I started pretty, jumping you're around. You're excited. <laughs> <laughs> you're more excited than I was <laughs> Um, I've always wanted to shoot one. I think they're awesome. I they think are. they're really pretty. They're pretty rare. And then we kind of called it a day after we got back. I mean, I, so we called it the end of the duck hunt. Yeah. We were yeah. hungry. We were like, let's yeah. go to the local diner yep. and get some get some grub. Really good food in this little place. Yeah, there is some good food. And I was, I was packing a lot of gear. <laughs> I weighed my pack last night yeah, before go I got out here. <laughs> I weighed my pack last night before I hiked out. And it was like 50, 55 pounds. So getting in wasn't bad. And I had to carry in the, I, I took a blind out for my shelter. I didn't take a, a pop-up blind. Tent. So I took a pop-up blind. It was pretty bulky, but that's all I had was a pop-up blind, my backpack and my shotgun. And it was all about total 55 with the gun and blind, you know, maybe 65 pounds of a year. Well, it got pretty wet last night. So I think it added some weight to it to start with. And then, I got nominated to carry all four ducks. Four ducks? We had layout blind, decoys, and, and I everything had, else. And you brought my layout blind out, so now I have a layout blind. And oh, you come guys, on. I pack oh, out ducks. You guys every took off. Time. And exactly. I didn't know which way you went, and you're like, oh, we just parked on the road. So I started heading to the road, but I, I looked at my map, and I was heading diagonally away from where you were parked. So I went longer than what I should have, and I was like, I was spent. Sorry, right, I was waiters up. super, super mad. Yeah, he, he looked pretty out of it. He just, like, <laughs> got to the road and just, like, shoveled off all his stuff. And he just, yeah, like... they're, like, waving at me. I'm like, I ain't walking up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not killing it any further. I don't blame you. I wouldn't yeah. either. Nah. I don't... We weren't waving at I think I just waved at you, like, oh, hey. I wasn't waving at you to come yeah, over. Well, you guys you know, you didn't have anything loaded up. Oh, we were tired. Yeah, yeah. we were waiting for you. <laughs> so, 
But it was, I, I mean, I, I didn't shoot any ducks, no. but I still think that was really cool to see that pintail after yeah. you shot it. We got a mixed bag. We didn't shoot two of the same species. We had four t- ducks total. Yeah. What was the first one you shot? A little castle or something? The last one? Or the, the first one was a widget. A widget. Yeah. You got a scop? Scop or, yeah. I think a scop, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah and then I shot a mallard drake and uh, a drake pintail. Yep. Old brownie. I saw a picture of a hybrid, uh, hybrid uh, mallard and um, pintail drake. It was really cool looking. Mm-hmm. It had like a like this. Yeah, it had like mix. Yeah, it had like similar colors of a, like in the wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, it was a picture of a wild duck. It was flying. I don't. It was on Facebook or Instagram, but it was really cool. I wouldn't mind doing that one time. Yeah, Most yeah. of the hybrids that I see are in the park. There's also a lot of geese in the park that are all banded up. They are. There's a lot of them. They got banded geese. The co- the, they got collar geese. The neck, the collar Always go in there and go, ooh. <laughs> a couple years ago, I think in Wenatchee, they opened up the park to oh. do a, uh, a goose hunt because there was too many geese in the park. I think it was a tag, like a, like a draw. Well, when you say park, what park? Uh, I think it was in like the, the Wenatchee City Park. Ducks. For that day, it was. Yeah, they opened it. They opened it up. It was a my parents, my parents' um, contractor. He was talking to me about it one time. Huh? That'd be awesome. I need to do that. Think so I know. <laughs> they're so used to people, you just walk around top of them. I have to kick them to get them to fly. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be very sporting. Get <laughs> right. the ducks to or the dogs to flush them up. Yep. Speaking of which, our dogs are bushed. They are passed out. Put some serious miles on you. That last hike was, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so quite the hike. We, did, I tell you, did I tell you guys about all the coyotes last night? Well, you started to, yeah. but you didn't tell our listeners. No, it, like at eleven o'clock, I'm trying to go to sleep, and I'm getting texts from you guys from the restaurant and the bar you were at, <laughs> <laughs> pictures, <laughs> and then I'm like, turn my phone down. We were trying to make you jealous. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I really. I don't think I was. I was pretty, pretty cozy. And I thought you were content. Because you, you video chatted us. Yeah, I video chatted yeah. There was coyotes going off like crazy. I mean, there must have been at least fifteen of them within a couple square acres where I'm, where I was camped out at. That, I, I mean, it was cool, but at the same time, they were kind of keeping me up. Yeah. Because you, you couldn't do any night hunt until twelve, right? Yeah, I don't know how that works. I know, like, at midnight the well, the months change from November to December, and it's legal to spotlight for certain game animals. Or, or I guess not game animals, they'd be coyotes, coyotes. and raccoons and kind of varmint-type yep. animals. So at midnight, I think technically I could have, but we were, you guys were showing up early, and I didn't feel like messing with it. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of coyotes out there. I have to go back and try to coffee went so we after breakfast i was kind of thinking we were gonna go home that's kind of what i was thinking i was kind of tired and i was kind of ready to go home but we kind of had the opportunity to hunt longer than we usually do so alex was like hey let's go do this so i think chris and i both were like yeah well and i didn't have any uh pants it was it didn't take that much convincing no it didn't it didn't take very much convincing at all but i didn't have any pants luckily i brought an extra pair of pants 
and he's a lot smaller than me. <laughs> I found out. <laughs> I don't, I'm only 20 pounds smaller than you, so I don't know where all that extra space is coming from. Your pants were like skin tight on my thighs. Like skinny jeans to <laughs> cover your legs. My, I couldn't even button them. I couldn't button them. I had to, I had to lash them together with a rope. And even then. Yeah, my cash yeah, and so prizes <laughs> rang out. You had a good airflow. <laughs> good airflow, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But we, uh, we. So we hooked Andrew up with a pair of pants. Persevered. He was in sweatpants and didn't want to go lock it out. So we hooked up a pair of pants and we headed out to a spot that Chris has been to and yeah. you've taken me to this yeah. spot. When we went last time, it was cold. Everything was frozen except for this this little, this little creek that we were hunting. And there's a lot of ducks. Mm-hmm. This time, it was different. And, and the cows had been in there. Yeah. So what happens is these cows get loose in this pasture that this creek runs through and they trample down all the vegetation. So it's good for ducks in the cold, but it's not that great for pheasants. Yep. So we didn't, we didn't really what to expect when we got down there. Uh, we get down there just after lunch, yep. 12 o'clock or so, and not five minutes, not five minutes into it. We kind of split up. You guys went yep. left and I went right because I was gonna, I was gonna jam. I was gonna get below them and and head off anything that would come down the creek. Mm-hmm. Um, for one reason, when we shot some ducks in there last year, they got in the creek and a couple of them escaped us. Yep. So it was like, oh, I'll get down here and block anything that's going to fly out. And like I said, within five minutes of walking, we had pheasants blowing up everywhere. Yep. And it was to the point where, like, I was, like, overwhelmed. I missed my first shot. You guys, I heard you guys shooting at that one. Yep. And did you guys get that one? Yes. Yeah, we got the that one. first one. Yep. We're not quite sure who shot that one, but it's in the truck. I think what truck. happened was that I shot it, and then when it got over top of you guys, it fell. Yeah. That's probably what happened. <laughs> yeah. It was dead on the ground. There's no way. But you never know. No, it, that's not what I, I totally missed. But how many more jumped up? We should have had at least two. We should like, have had two limits. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, saw, we saw two go pretty far away from us on some private lands yeah. and so we didn't go after those obviously but then a hen and a uh, rooster landed across the creek so we kind of saw where they landed and we ran we ran around around so we weren't going to get our feet wet in this creek yep. we got over there and chris yep we flushed one out like 10 yards and we i missed say that a lot of, a lot of missing yeah, a lot I was of using missing. my duck loads. If I had my uh, pheasant loads, it'd probably be a little different story. Yeah, I, I, but, I'm going to stick with that too. I think if I, we were yeah. shooting fives, I think we would have had a better day yeah. for the uh, pheasants. For sure. But Penny retrieved that pheasant. She found it. No problem. Yep. Which was kind of cool because a year ago today, I bought her. So that was kind of fun. Oh, a little anniversary. Yeah, a little anniversary, anniversary. pheasant. Or, yeah, that was pretty. That was, I thought it was a good way to, yeah, it was for cool. her to go get it. She also retrieved us a couple of our decoys today. Yep. Which is kind of fun. That That is kind of cool she's doing that. <laughs> One of the decoys, the string wasn't long enough, and it started floating away, and I wasn't worried about it at all. I feel like our listeners have heard this story before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm proud of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so we, we missed and shot one, yep. and then we walked the rest of this property out. Um... When we walked, 
What, what else kind of happened that trip, like, or that walk? We well, uh, you could tell your story, and I could tell you what we were doing, because we were split up. Yeah, we were doing that. We were walking. Well, we walk. split up, and Kenny followed me. Yeah. yeah you were up and she was actually train. tracking really well. And at one point, I lost her, and I realized that she was actually, like, at my heels. Overall, she did really well. And then we got to the bottom of the uh, state land property, and a white-tailed doe jumped up. I'm sitting there watching this doe bound away, thinking that, oh, I, I didn't realize there'd be white-tailed out here. Typically, I thought there'd be more mule deer. Mule deer. And a couple seconds after this white-tailed doe jumps up, these antlers pop up out of the bushes and look right at me. And it was a pretty nice one. It was, uh, it was nice. Four by four. It was a good buck. Well outside the ears and tall. One of the biggest bucks I've seen this year, yeah. for sure. And that, we all saw that. Yep, we all right. big. It was a big, and it, it ran about 150 yards and turned and looked and stared at us. For a long time. For outside. Definitely in the rut. Definitely doed up, yep. chasing her around. I don't really think he cared much about us, but she okay. kept going up the hill. And he was so much bigger than she was. She just kind of, I don't know, like bounded up the hill, and straight up this hillside that we were hunting next to, and he had to like dig in and just he really struggled. get after, like, get, and he stopped twice, but I'm sure he's just worn out from being so heavy in the rut. So that that was kind of the highlight of my day, actually, was seeing that thing, and he was only 20 yards when he got up. I think it was a big white tail. That gets me excited. Yeah. I had to take those pants off, though. I, they yep. only gave me about half my stride. After you saw that white tail, so you know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, to continue our hunt. Yeah. I only had like half my stride, so I had to take those things off. They were a little, yeah, and more restrictive. I had to get wet. I had to walk in the stream. You were pouting a little bit. I was pouting. I was throwing my hat around. Yep. And I was cursing the rocks. <laughs> I got, I crossed the river first thing, so I was like, I had wet feet to start with, and I'm, I don't mind sacrificing a little wet feet to get yeah. some game. I don't, Andrew, either, but I'm, I'm bitching, like I'm bitching feet. about it now. He had so much water, he was like sloshing out his foot when he was hiking up the hill, it was a lot of water. Oh, you could full. see it coming out of his yeah, shoe. Yeah, we could see it coming out of his shoe. It was you could full. hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it was full. And my boots are like 10 pounds now. Yeah, I was. I moved so fast, I almost walked over. I yeah. just like walked right on top of the water. <laughs> it's those tight pants you wear. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the. We, we, we missed a couple of uh, huns. Is that what you're yeah, we missed the huns. When you when we you were, we were, you were shooting and we were in a ravine, so you were <laughs> shooting over us, then we could hear the shot whistling yep. over top of our heads. I mean. You weren't gonna shoot us, but yeah. Well, yeah, I thought you guys were further, like behind me, like or ne- at least next to me, and I shot kind of up and at an angle, and then I, I followed the the flock of birds across my front and, and from right to left. You guys were to my right, so I shoot and I like a forty-five to my right, and I figured I'd be good, and I, I couldn't see you guys. Yeah. But we were all walking kind of at the same pace, but you guys must have had a little shorter route. I shoot once and then I shoot straight ahead and I shoot to the left and I missed all three shots and they were all close shots but they were these animals were hollow but so, so after I'm missing those I'm like ah oh. and then I kind of thought I was like I wonder I wonder where I should, like where those guys were at boom boom <laughs> and Chris comes up over the hill and she can't one <laughs> I'm like oh shit I, I must have shot like really like 
I felt a little bad about that. No, no you're fine. When you sh- first shot, in like when we first showed up in there, we I wasn't even ready to, for hunting yet. Really, no, I wasn't. We I wasn't ready. prepared. And when you shot, it was like, oh, it's on. And then they, there, you know, tons of pheasants. Yep. But we, we did flush some pheasants throughout the rest yep. of the day. We did. Yeah, they got a little flighty. Yeah, well, most, mostly that there was a, lot a hen. There was we were a hen just that pushing that up. same group the whole time, probably. That hen jumped same up, groups. and that that was within shooting, but no hens around here. Yeah. Now, could you shoot? You can shoot hens on the west side of the state, though. I don't. I thought you just researched. No, I don't know. You can shoot either sex on the west side. I've never done. It. You have yeah, to pay a lot of money. Like, it's like one. Yeah, you have to pay a lot of money to do that. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? You have to pay like eighty bucks because they there's no wild pheasants and they release them in certain spots. So you have to pay like eighty bucks to shoot pheasants. Is that over the Cascades? Yeah, over on the west side of the Cascades. You've done quite a bit of pheasant hunting this year, haven't you? Over here, a little bit. So is it over there on on that side of the state and kind of a more of a club type feel? Uh, no, I don't they, know. they release them because they're yeah. not prevalent. So you you, you can now. Is it eighty dollars a day or a year? For a year, it's eighty dollars just for pheasants. I'd do that. Are these private establishments doing it? No, it's no, state, 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 state release sites. It's just a release sites we have around here, but that's like that's the only spot there is pheasants is a release site. Huh. There's no wild pheasants anywhere. Now, how long was the tail on that pheasant we shot? Twenty. Twenty. No. Was it? Yeah, it was twenty inches. 20, twenty. Twenty inch tail. It's a nice yep. long old bird. Yep, got some spurs. I think that makes some earrings out of those spurs. I'm gonna make some earrings for my mom out of them spurs. I'm gonna cut them off and I'm gonna shine them up with the buffer. There you go. Or talons. Yeah. I'm gonna do that with a turkey that we get next as well. Yeah, I know you can do that. Learn something new every day. Uh, that's an interesting one. I thought you were gonna wear them for yourself. No, I don't no. have ears pierced. I'm glad I don't. You used to have them pierced though. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, I, I I wanted to bring up Chris's face paint today. Oh yeah, nice so face paint. Chris has got a killer mustache right now. I got a killer mustache. Part and <laughs> I could see that thing from like fifty yards. <laughs> it's <laughs> like Enigo <laughs> <Inigo> Montoya. <laughs> because your face is, you know, it's been white for years. <laughs> no, well, no mustache. Pale now. It's not summer, so you got kind of. Yep. You know, your, your winter pigmentation going on, and then you have this black, just cold black, black mustache. Yeah. Mustache. I mean, you look like nice. uh, someone off Super Troopers or something. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's not as good as my mustache or your beard. But it, it's a start. It's growing in. It's, it's going in. <laughs> Talk about how you think your dog's dead and what your next step is with training your dog. Well, I think Penny did okay. Obviously, since she's pretty little still, she um, she doesn't do as well when Mason's around. She's a better hunter when it's just me and you know another another hunter. But when another dog is around, she kind of gets into play mode. I think that that just comes with age. Because yeah. um, like today, it seemed like she never wanted to be behind Mason. She wanted to be like in front of her. Like when you were walking in front of us, you were saying she's just right, right on you and close by. She never. Well, she did leave one time. She got a little distracted by going down, checking out the the river, the creek. 
But other than that, she was working back and forth, and she would she did more of a sideways travel where it was like twenty yards left and twenty yards right, and that's, she would stay within five yards. Like it was almost on like on a rope left and right. It wasn't like she was doing this big swath of covering the ground, which was fine. And I was covering like a section, and then I would send her out. I even like cast her out there. Yeah, because at one point we were kind of tra- on a trail on the right there was no brush it was just like real short grass and on the left was a nice um, stretch of brush just tall grass and they're not cattails but they're like reed type looking yeah things. reeds and so I, she would be on the edge of it and just working the edge well I wanted her to get in the weeds because I didn't want to walk in there so I just get when I would catch up to her I would just say penny and then I'd point and then I actually uh, I said back I don't know what you're Commands are for for casting her, but I said back, and just, she went. I usually just point. So I pointed, and then, and then she kind of went in there, and she only went. She didn't go as far as I wanted to, her to, so I said back and, and pointed again, and she went further. So I was like, oh, I guess that worked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I haven't worked with your dog, mm-hmm. but she went back in there further, and then started working that little area. I never, nothing never came up, but but you you liked working with her. You wasn't wasn't too bad. No, yeah, she yeah. did fine. There was, I mean, it was times where you, uh, as soon as she saw you guys or... Yeah, she built off. Pretty, basically when she saw Mason, when she saw the yeah. other dog, it was like her attention went from you to the other animal, which, I, like you said, it just might be an age thing. Yeah. But I definitely want to work on her steadiness in uh, the duck blind. So that I was really wor- trying working on that. When you guys were gone, she just sat right next to me, didn't move. Yep. I think the key, I think... Tomorrow, she would be a lot better in the blind. Yeah. Because you wore her ass out today. Yeah. So I think what it is is she's got the, all week to get built up for the weekend hunt. And then you're like, let's go shoot some ducks. And she's sitting there in the blind doing nothing. Shaking and whining. Yeah. So, But right now, I guarantee if we sat in the blind, she'd be laying down. Yep. Hanging out. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. How'd Mason do? You said she went and got those ducks? Yeah, she got the ducks. She retrieved the ducks fine. I think, uh, maybe work on her, like, being more covered when we're, like, uh, we're sitting down. She doesn't like to, like, go in her kennel thing. Yeah. Her. She doesn't like to. She'll sit right outside it. But she did pretty good. She just gets a little tired towards the end. Probably yeah. in, work on her endurance a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she's a bit thick. Work on her endurance compared a little bit. To, yeah, it's the opposite. skinny penny. Yeah. So this summer... You worked with Penny a lot. Yeah, as much you as you were pretty could. religious about making sure that you were yeah. working with obedience, and then kind of when it got closer to hunting season, you worked a lot more on the, the hunting type stuff. Yeah. How did you kind of? Well, how did you? <laughs> I worked progressor. I, wor- I obviously I worked the obedience part every day, just in the house. Like, I know she hates it because I'll just like whistle and say like, you know, sit, and have her sit, sit there as long as. Like she can't stand it anymore. So in the house, she's very steady. But um, so obedience was is all the time for me. Um, the first thing I did for hunting was when she was really little. It's just getting her interested in what I was doing as far as you know retrieving. Because she when and she still isn't. She's not so like food driven. Like if if I were to if she bring back a duck and I were to give her a treat, she wouldn't really understand. She understands that it's, it's it's a treat, but she likes the praise, like a good dog, good dog. 
Like sometimes she doesn't even eat unless I'm telling her she's a good dog. It's kind of annoying, but she's a good dog. <laughs> That's true. But um, so I worked on obedience a lot, and she is pretty obedient. Like she'll she'll come when I whistle, and it's working so far. For the hunting part, I tried to work on the, on <clears throat> just retrieving it as much as possible, just so she. She would go out and bring it back. Go out and bring it back. And this summer, it was she was like doing really good. She'd come back, drop it at my feet, and then sit to the left of me with the bumper. And then I started working on her being steady, so I would tell her to stay. I'd throw the bumper, and then I'd shoot the cap gun, and then I'd throw the duck, or the bumper, and then I'd wait, and then I'd say go ahead and then she'd run out and get it so that was what I started on hunting and I got some like duck scent and kind of like worked with her smelling skills and she's pretty pretty good at that so is Mason do you continue that during the season I mean have you or you kind of tapered off and use these field runs to I guess get her field broke I've I've tapered off but I still do it. I try to, I try, I, I go out at when I get off of work and I, I throw her bumper as soon as I get off of work every day. She's still got a lot of energy. Yeah, she's got a lot of energy and so I need to run her. I haven't, I haven't trained Mason as hard this year, but. Well, you put a lot of time into her the previous year yeah, and, the, and we worked the heck out of her. Yeah. And she's been out with you almost every weekend doing yeah. something. Yeah. And it shows, too. I mean, she's, yeah. like, so steady That's in the blind. I was like Andrew the first year where I trained her hard that first summer, like, doing everything. And then this, this last summer, like, I just, like, refreshed her a little bit. And I have not, definitely didn't train her as hard. And she's doing pretty good. I mean, Mason's to the point, I don't think you could take her out to, like, a competition. No, definitely not. And compete? No. But she, she's she understands. a very easy dog yeah, to work with. I mean, she listens to anyone, yeah. She listens. Yeah, I, I don't really work with her a ton, and I, I don't know if, if we're around her. But if you if you tell her to come and you tell her to sit, or and, and she just naturally when you're walking track like sticks with you. Yeah. So you don't really even have to. I mean. Yeah, you don't have to do much. You barely no. made any commands. I'm out there whistling and healing and. Yeah, she just stays within twenty thirty yards. Penny. Yeah. And, yeah. Which is nice. You hunting with. Mason is a little bit more enjoyable right I, now. I didn't train her to do that. She just, that's just how she is. Yeah. <laughs> Stays a little closer. So when I was working with my dog before he, he got retired from hunting, I never could get him to stay after the, after the shooting started. And that was just a lack of working with him. But it, are you guys trying to do that or are you letting him go? Then he'll do that at home. But with the cap gun? With the cap gun, no, no problem. But yeah, so, so much excitement. So much excitement yeah. in the field right now. But at home, she's got no problem. When I'm alone with without you guys, when I was shooting ducks at my parents' house, she didn't do it. She, she stayed right next to me. But um, with the other people, and she's just kind of excited right now. Yeah. Mason, she jumps right out and gets them. Yeah, she usually does. I would like her to sit and stay because if you have a crippled duck, you can just shoot it again without the dog on top of it. But oh well. But it's tough. Yeah. At the same time, because I understand the dog is it's 
they, I don't know if they really understand the difference between duck hunting and upland hunting. It's like they're just they're just chasing birds and retrieving. Yep. So when you're upland hunting, you don't really need them to stay close. Like right as soon as you shoot, right they they go retrieve it and bring it back. Like that's kind of their job. Some trainers say to not bring out your dog the first year upland hunting if you're if you're if you're gonna take it duck hunting. It's oh, too much they, fun for them. Oh, because they, they have so much <laughs> freedom. True. That's true. Right, they don't have to, have to have as much discipline as long as they're staying within a, a decent range. Yeah, yep. that's true. You flush one up and shoot it, they can run and get it, whatever they want. When you're walking around a lot, however they want. Then he got that pheasant though. I was I was pleased. She, yep. she didn't even chew it up. She got a soft mouth. For that one. <laughs> For that one. <laughs> that one. I'm joking. They tore that little widget up for a little bit. She likes to pick it up and take the feathers off. She's helping you out. She really doesn't like... Oh, she loves it. She loves it too much, the grouse. Mm. She likes that the she most. She likes grouse. The most. She gets fired up about that. She doesn't even want to bring it to me. Everything else she brings back, but the grouse... She goes, well, that one's mine. Does ha- does trying to train these dogs kind of give you? Or does it give you a lot more motivation to just be out doing this? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. It, especially getting her on as many types of like game birds as possible, just so she's kind of understanding what kind of the smells are. Because you can get you can get the you know the synthetic smells. Yep. You know, you put them on your bumpers and you go, go find that, or you know you skin a bird and you put it on their bird wings. And that's that's all well and good, but when they're around wild birds and trying to understand what those birds are doing, that that's a lot more important. Yep. Do you feel guilty when you don't get them out? I like, do. I always feel guilty when the duck season would end and yep. turd. Every time I'd leave to go do something, when I like, especially if you saw my gun, like he's like, "Where are you going? What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And he knew that he was like feeling that he was being left out yep. and um, I think I think your dog like definitely knows when you're gonna go out and they're like, oh, yeah. expecting you when I was leaving when I was leaving yeah. Penny behind when she was in heat on a couple hunts she she definitely gave me the stink eye she understood what was going on she was <laughs> not impressed that I was gonna leave her behind yeah but she's She's working hard on it, and I'm working hard on it. I wouldn't mind having her. I wouldn't mind bringing her to a game preserve, paying for some birds, and just having her get on some more birds. Yeah. I know that. I don't. I mean, I don't care. I I, I want to bring just bring her out and shoot some birds. Mm-hmm. When they're young like this, I think it's important to get them on as much stuff as possible. Yep, many birds. I don't know. You've done a decent job this year. Yeah. I still wouldn't mind. I still wouldn't mind paying for game preserve though. I've been thinking about it. I've also been thinking about raising some, some quail. Raising quail? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Putting them out on my parents' property. Oh, that'd be cool. Can you do that? Yeah. yeah you can do that. Will they stick around? Uh, usually they don't last the winter. They say. They say they kind of die out. But maybe I'll shoot them all. Maybe I won't. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe shot today. 
But yeah. That was a good day. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Yep. Decent good? hunt. Happy hunt. You're heading out getting a Christmas tree tomorrow? Yep. Going Christmas tree. I'm gonna make uh I'm gonna make duck wellington. Oh yeah. And you're gonna record this recipe, take a nice photo, and we're gonna put it on our yes. Instagram and up on our website. So it's yeah, I'm excited about it. I I was watching some YouTube videos and I saw somebody make a a beef wellington and I go, Oh, I think that could be done with duck. So we'll give her a try. Are you using just one one type of duck or you got a mixed bag? Whatever's in the freezer. <laughs> Whatever duck. duck. Yeah, duck. Do you, do you keep them separate? Like, do you keep... I, I, I keep the, like, the little ducks and the big ducks separate. Like, I just put them all in one. The mallards are in different bags, and but the little ducks, they're all in the same thing. I think I'm going to do the big ducks because it's a fancy recipe. We yeah. use the fancy duck. Yeah. Speaking of that, we need to split up our ducks right now. Oh, yeah. I'm coming over to your house anyways. Oh, all right. Alrighty. You want to sign us off there? Yeah. Andrew? Well, thanks for uh, listening to another uh, cast from the blind. Follow us uh, at blindcast1 on Instagram. Uh, check us out on our website at nwblindcast.com. You can also listen on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Castbox. Castbox. Stitcher. Stitcher, all this other stuff. So keep listening and we'll keep hunting. You know, keep missing birds. Yeah. You know, keep missing birds. <laughs> See you next time. I hope you enjoyed another episode of Blindcast. If you haven't already, you can follow us on Instagram at Blindcast1. Again, that's Blindcast1 on Instagram. Thanks for listening, and hope you tune in next time for another Cast from the Blind.